1: Big Ten football is back. A lot of people very excited about that. One of the linchpins that seems to be making this possible is COVID testing. So we're going to draw down on that right now to the CBushomeimprovement.com live line. Michael J. Doherty, president of Lab MD, joins us for a little conversation. Uh, Michael, so appreciate the time this morning. Well, good morning. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I mean, doing what you do. Uh, You've been at it for an awful long time. Uh, You're very, very concerned about people's health and maybe government overreach and them maybe not always having uh, our best, um, you know, at heart. Uh, You've got a book, The Devil Inside the Beltway, the shocking expose of the U.S. government surveillance and overreach into cybersecurity, medicine, and small business. And I know you've done well with that. But right now, I want to draw down Big Ten football, if it's okay, and the testing of COVID uh, for the players, the coaches, anybody on the sideline, uh, what you do at LabMD, you're pretty involved in this, right?
0: Yeah, we I have a division called uh, Any Lab Test now, and we let people walk in for any reason for to get a test, and we do. Uh, Uh, rapid testing and the pcr for travel and and we even have something we can get from home for home so absolutely and i understand what's going on
1: yeah so so when you talk about that uh there are a lot of people that will point at the rapid test as not being terribly reliable can you allay any fears i might have over that
0: well, uh, the rapid test that wasn't reliable was typically a lot of the cassettes that came from China in the beginning, and and and, and 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 I still think people are overreacting now. But everyone was really freaking out in March, and we we just took whatever we get our hands on. We got our hands on where things came from China that had ridiculously poor quality, and that polluted the reputation. Now, you know. This is we have had a bag over on this test for uh, in the beginning, and so the FDA has let things be used that aren't that not are that are not validated by them. They have to be validated by the labs using them. But there's a much higher sensitivity right now, uh, and there are rapid tests that have saliva rapid tests that have have uh, sensitivity rates in the nineties. Okay, so it's pretty good, and and it, and people now are like, "Well, it beats nothing because you have to wait ten days for some results on the others."
1: And that's, that's the thing. I mean, it, it seems like the timing of all this information is so crucial. Uh, if you have to wait 10 days, you know, you get a negative test. Well, you could have been infected, and so now you're confident, but uh, you've got the bug, vice versa, people un- unnecessarily being quarantined. So when you look at what's going on, yeah, I mean, really professional sports, collegiate sports, high school sports, we know these young people and adults are in close proximity uh, some of them are wearing masks on the sidelines but when it's time to uh, execute a play uh, you're breathing the same air uh, you're you know you're sweating on each other you're doing all this stuff so as a doctor as someone that is involved in testing do you feel like we're doing it right do you feel like generally um, people that control the sports in our country are making good decisions or could they be doing it a little differently and maybe a little better
0: Oh, I definitely have strong opinions about this. Now one thing I'd say is I'm not a doctor. They work for me. (laughs) But I'm not a (laughs) doctor. Okay. but I I think that we've gotten a very dangerous precedent here of letting politicians and lawyers practice medicine. And a lot of this is a risk reduction for them, not for us. And that's why they look at their tail and not the student situation. Once you pull a college experience from someone—they can't get that back. And there's no such thing as everything's perfectly safe. So we take precautions. Hey, you know they're playing football; they got helmets on, okay? <laughs> so they, they have. There's things that go wrong, and and everyone is in a massive overreaction. And the people that are paying attention to this, um, you know, they're not they're not de- letting us know what the ba- the damage that occurs if they didn't get together, if they what they lose, what, what everyone loses by all these precautionary measures and, and what the severity really is. You're talking, I mean, these are young people, we're talking uh, positive testing doesn't equal sick. We are taking precautions. We are being smart. That doesn't mean we have to stop with this stop the world thing, because if you're going to stop the world because someone can get sick, we're never going to restart the world.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's not it, – the way I understand the argument, Michael, uh, it's never been about me getting sick. It's about me spreading the virus. So we got to know if I have it or not. And it's it's not that they don't care about me if I get sick, but it's they care a lot more about if I have the virus than if I'm spreading the virus.
0: That, that's just uh, – that's just- once again, that's a lot of politically sanitized marketing department hogwash. <laughs> so that that just sounds wonderful because that, that takes the burden off of the person who's wearing the mask or not, and it calls them selfish. I mean, that's just a big manipulation. And, of course, people want to protect themselves. You know, of course they want to protect each other. But that's that's not a data-driven analysis. That's a marketing term, and that's a manipulation. And so, uh, you know, I I feel real strongly that we should just stick to. the, the 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 data and the testing and the probability versus the severity. No one focuses on the severity anymore because the severity isn't is becoming as bad as people thought.
1: Yeah. Well, but but I mean, you know, you you read the statistics, which there's a lot of people that live in that weed. Um, 200,000 people have now died from COVID-19 in this country, and there are people that mince through that. Well, they had comorbidities, and the other thing would have gotten them eventually, and we've blown that number out of proportion. There are other people that talk about the super spreaders and people that talk about, hey, we're back on college campuses. What are those numbers? And it's hard. I mean, really is. For just a regular person that just wants to get up, go to work, love their family, and hit the rack at night, it really is kind of hard to decide what you feel about. That's right.
0: And, And we have to stop. Calling our congressmen when we're when we we're sick and we have to stop listening to regular you know c n n anchor people and we need to if we're gonna if we're gonna decide that we are the graduates of the Google School of Medicine, then we have to be then not go to politicized parties to get information because they speak in half truth. And they cover up information that they don't want you to know that can change their argument. Hmm. And so right now, you know, and then you have to look at the priorities of people. The priorities of the schools are liability. Uh, They made their decision, and it got turned around because they learned, wait a minute, I've got the entire Alumni Association, and all these students are now suddenly breathing down my neck. Okay. Uh, You know, but, but... Total, people that have complete self-interest in just protecting themselves, meaning these organizations, they're not wearing masks. They're shutting everything down to protect themselves from liability because the numbers aren't there. And we have to think about what's, when's this going to stop them? What's the next excuse going to be yeah. to for everyone to give up their civil rights and, and, and cow down? It's just, you know, it, and 200,000 is a huge number. Numbers mean nothing without frame of reference. And, and that's what happens. You get a number tossed at you. Yeah, 200,000 sounds like a lot. How many died from heart disease in that same time? Mm-hmm. You know, So no one's giving perspective or frame of reference. It, and that doesn't mean it's not existent. It just means we're not assessing all the damage we do when we stop the world for this. And then you have these, these crazy politicized people that are out there just losing their minds. It's, it's
1: nuts. Yeah, definitely. Michael Doherty, our guest president of LabMD. So, to bring it full circle, what you know about testing, and again, we're led to believe it's going to be rigorous for Big Ten football players, and whether it's the player, the coach, anybody on the sideline, going to be going through this. And the idea is to keep them safe and the team they're going to be their opponent. Safe. What you know about the plan, you feel like it's uh, pretty okay, or it falls short. Oh,
0: I do, absolutely, absolutely, okay. because the, the rapid testing uh, is very effective, especially in a, a broad group. It's very quick, and but I want people to not, I want people to stop thinking a positive test means a sick person, you know. And so, and so we have to, and we have enough time going on now. That we can re- that we can understand that better.
1: Yeah, but and and so great. what does a positive test mean? If it doesn't mean a sick person, what does it mean?
0: It means you you you've got it, but that doesn't mean you're going to manifest it and get really sick. And it, most people don't. I mean, you might feel bad. Most people don't end up in the hospital. They don't end up in ventilators. They don't end up dead. Uh, the vast majority, uh, many feel nothing, <laughs> and never get sick. Uh, most <laughs> so. So we have to understand, and then and then let's be realistic about what the window is. To, to be everything's in an abundance of caution, abundance of caution, abundance of caution. You take worst case scenario, and multiply it times ten, and everyone slammed the brakes on for nothing. So you know you can they can pull out as a compromise. They can pull out the positive student here and there, but we don't need to have a meltdown situation where he's isolated for for three weeks. So, I mean these things are overreactive, but but this is the. the When you blow a narrative to people to think there's this massive disease out there, so they shut their entire world down, um, you better be right in the rearview mirror. And so I think this balanced approach by the Big Ten is a smart move.